The Julian calendar was the last calendar used before the one we know today. And you guessed it, it was introduced by none other than Julius Caesar. As we know it, an ordinary year is made up of 365 days. However, the real amount of time it takes for the Earth to go once around the Sun is 365.24 days. Hence, adding a leap year was necessary to make up for the time difference that was building up over the years. Before Caesar, the early Roman method of timekeeping was inaccurate, causing the holidays and seasons to fall a little off track. Therefore, Caesar consulted with the astronomer Sosigenes in 45 BC in an effort to come up with a solution. Together, they designed the Julian calendar, which consisted of 365 days and a leap year that occurred every four years, where an extra 29th day was added to the end of February. This timekeeping was so effective that it remained in use for over 1,500 years. However, even the slightest miscalculations add up over time, proving the Julian calendar to be just a little bit off. By how much exactly? Caesar's year was too long by just 11 minutes and 14 seconds. Though it may seem like a tiny inaccuracy, the time has added up over the years when Pope Gregory XII decided to modify the system in 1582. Thus, he changed the Julian calendar to make leap years occur every four years, except in years divisible by 100, but not 400. This is the calendar that we know today. Greetings and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast, where this summer we combine my two favorite things, literature and summer vacation. Get ready for some literary quotes. Today's quote of the day is one of Shakespeare's most famous lines, which naturally makes it one of the most famous quotes in literature. And this comes from Caesar, and I quote, Cowards die many times before their death. The valiant never taste of death but once. Of all the wonders that I yet that I yet have heard, it seems to me most strange that men should fear, seeing that death, a necessary end, will come when it will come. That's Act 2, Scene 2, Lines 32 through 37. Caesar shows bravery in these lines. His actions, however, demonstrate recklessness. Fine line there, isn't there? Little does Caesar know his death will come in the next act. This is irony, which we'll talk more about in a few minutes. That's because Caesar is not showing bravery. He's showing pride and arrogance and stupidity. It's ironic that this quote is off-quoted for those trying to rally others to bravery. That's one of the many delicious things about Shakespeare, that some of his best lines are said by his most tragic and foolish characters. I'm looking at you, Polonius. As Caesar is growing bravado, his best buddy is trying to decide whether or not to kill him. Let's check in on Act Two's other important character, Brutus. Quote, but tis a common proof that lowliness is young ambition's ladder, whereto the climber upward turns his face. But when he once attains the utmost round, he then unto the ladder turns his back. Brutus argues with himself the morning of March 15th. He loves Caesar, but understands that human nature will turn Caesar into a tyrant. He compares Caesar's rise to power to climbing a ladder. Once one reaches the top, he forgets about the lower rungs that brought him there. There's a theme among Caesar's friends that power will go to his head. Do a little classroom application. Couple minutes. You got a couple minutes. Class is starting. All right. If you're looking for a lesson plan that makes these quotations pop, that's two podcast episodes in a row. I've said quotations pop. That means I am cool, even though I'm old. Then teach irony. Two column chart. Quote in the left side. Analysis in the right side. And in the middle, type of irony. Here we have. Tis this is uh, tis true. This God did shake his coward lips. Did from their color fly. And that same eye whose bend doth all the world did lose his luster. It's verbal irony. Cassius calls Caesar a god, yet it's clear he thinks Caesar be anything but a god as deduced from the remainder of the lines. That, by the way, is Act 1, Scene 2, Lines 123 through, one, uh, through 126. Our next quote, we have some dramatic irony here. 
Fierce, fiery warriors fought upon the clouds, in ranks and squadrons in right form of war, which drizzled blood upon the capital. Act 2, Scene 2, lines 19 through 21. The audience knows about the assassination plot. Caesar is oblivious. The audience knows Calpurnia's dream is, in fact, a prophecy. Of course, Caesar discards Calpurnia's advice. That's what he does. He discards advice. A life lesson here, I think. I'll admit that sometimes I get a little too big for my britches in the classroom, especially, and it's led to some negative situations. Sometimes it's better to cool down and back down instead of trying to show everyone who's boss. And let's not forget what it's like to be a student. And let's not forget what it might be like to be a student or a parent of a student in a class with less than ideal lesson plans. Better yet, think about how your classes go when you don't have a good lesson plan. If you don't have good lesson plans, your class might be a disaster. Maybe there'll be some storms in the room, you know what I'm saying. That's why I have two resources for resources for you in the show notes. If you're looking to make your summer a little more productive, I've got great news. I've created a course specifically designed for ELA teachers. How to create a semester's worth of lesson plans in just a few days. Just a few days before school starts in most places, so I'm going to get on that. Put together uh, Also, I put together a collection of Julius Caesar lesson plans over at ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's resource number two. Of course, you can get more than just Julius Caesar. Who's teaching Julius Caesar to start the year anyhow? Not me. Actually, I don't even think I'll be teaching ELA. I need to find uh, social studies, commoncourtlessonplans.com. Is there such a thing? I need to start that. I'm going to start that. Look for that soon. And the teaching social studies podcast, because all the social studies teachers at my school have left, and they haven't, they haven't been replaced. There's only two of them, two social studies teachers other than myself. Anyhow, that's irrelevant. Takeaways. Although Caesar is wise in his assessment of cowards dying many times before their death, it's safe to say he didn't realize his one death was coming so soon. Takeaway number two. Sometimes backing down is the more courageous act. It takes humility. Takeaway number three. Let's not take unnecessary risks by not having good lesson plans. Block time. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 